0: Well, thanks for joining me, Cody today. What we want to do is just kind of dig in, you know, this, this podcast really, we we want to be able to inspire others. That's the thing we want guys out there that are, whether it's hotshot or not, which is what you do, but whether it's hotshot or not, just, you know, be able to relate. We want to be able to put content out that relates to them and kind of, I guess, shows them the way, right? They can see, you know, what you've done, who you are, where you came from, all those kind of things just to, to understand, man, it, it, I can, I can do things. I can follow dreams. I can, you know, there's, there's more out there than where I'm at today. Exactly. Exactly. So to start off, just give us kind of a little background name, name of the business, kind of, uh, what you do and, and we'll start from there.
1: All right. Well, first of all, my name is Cody Williams, um, from Pittsburgh, Texas. Uh, company name is CHE Integrity Logistics LLC. It's a hotshot hauling company. Uh, if you ever see us on the road and you kind of wonder what the CHE is, uh, I have three daughters, uh, Chandler, mm. Harper, and Ellison. So we kind of kicked that around for a while trying to figure out what we were going to name the company and uh, what might better than to do it after the kids. You know, something that you're trying to grow it and build it for, you yeah. know, that's the kind of what we wanted to do because there's all kinds of Williams trucking and all kinds of stuff. So. We just wanted to do it a little different, you know, and name it after the kids.
0: I did often wonder what C H E was, <laughs> and I was going to ask today. Everybody
1: calls and it's Chey and and I'm like, no, it's C H E,
0: you know. <laughs> <Che>. so. <laughs> cool. So, Hot Shot, give a little bit of a, uh, you know, uh, I guess the quick version.
1: Um, just pretty much, you know, uh, people call and they want something delivered pretty quick. You know, they they got something that's couldn't fit on a truck, or they have something that's to a small pallet that they want. Transported to a job site or mm. transported it to it's got to be there next day you know um, and that's where we kind of fall in is helping those guys and those customers out to get what they need uh, in a timely manner and in a quick manner yeah um, it's definitely you know it can be hard and go and then sometimes it's kind of laid back and chill and you have time to get it there you don't necessarily have to rush into it
0: I got gotcha. you So it's kind of less than, less than semi most of the time. Exactly. And then, uh, just kind of expedited in most case.
1: And, you know, weight can vary from 2000 pounds all the way up to 25,000 pounds, you know? So it's just kind of one of those things of kind of what the customer needs and if you can fit it, you know?
0: I gotcha. Why hot shot?
1: Uh, man, it really, uh, never really got into the whole big rig thing, you know, wanting to be in a semi, um so I kind of seen guys back and forth over the years, you know, running hot shot stuff as I worked in the oil field, and, and, you know, I'd always talk to the guys, you know, and they, oh man, it pays better, it does better. Well, it, it does and it doesn't, you know, it just depends on what kind of relationship you have with your customers and trying to figure out, you know, well, what kind of rate you're getting per mile, but sometimes it pretty much averages out the same, you know, because those customers need it in a fast manner. Um, Uh, Just never really wanted to get into a a semi. Of course, maybe one day we grow into that. Maybe Mm. we have some guys that can run some semis for us if we get into that kind of line of business.
0: I got you. So you said you were you were oil filled prior. Yes. And then so that's kind of how you were exposed to it is just seeing seeing some of the stuff come on site. Yeah, I did oil fill for
1: right at about ten years. Um, and man, uh, up and down and and watching those guys come on and off location. You know, two three o'clock in the morning. We had needed parts. Those were the guys that brought them to us. It wasn't a semi. It was guys in a pickup truck and a trailer, you know, and and that's kind of where I got the idea of it. If I ever, something happened with the oil field, that's kind of what I was going to go after.
0: I gotcha. So talk to us a little about that transition from uh, oil field to... <laughs> it was
1: definitely different. <laughs> uh, you know, I went to school to be a fluids engineer uh, and went and did that and went after the oil field deal. And then, you know, it was kind of learned all this stuff about this oil field and then going to a trucking business that I really didn't have an idea about was definitely a lot of video watching, a lot of research, trying to figure it all out, how I needed to do everything. So it was a big transition. It was a big transition for the family, you know, all around.
0: Yeah. So you've made, you've made the jump. How long have you been doing it now?
1: We're a year and six months in.
0: Yeah. And it feels like several years. Yes, it does. Lots of miles.
1: Lots of miles, lots of stress, but you just got to, Keep the head down and stay after it, man. That's the biggest
0: thing. What do you think? How many miles do you think you've logged?
1: Ooh, I did uh just rolled over eighty four on the the newer truck I got and I put right at eighty on the other truck I had. So I'm saying about a hundred and sixty, hundred and seventy thousand miles in a year and six months. So Yeah,
0: eighteen months. Yeah. That's a lot of windshield time. <laughs> yeah. So through that, obviously you've you've learned a lot, right? Yes. i mean you've you've learned it through watching others listening to others, but also real world experience now right right so when you look at like um, other guys wanting to get into the business there's there's i mean millions of opinions out there you can find whatever you want to what what uh, you can read whatever you want to read right. listen to it but w- as far as Cody's keys to success and what you've learned in the last 18 months, what would your advice be to someone that's wanting to get started in the business
1: man, if you want to get in this business look at all your options first, um, kind of build yourself up first, you know, get you go out, reach out to customers, try to, the people that you want to do business with, uh, don't just, oh, I'm gonna go buy a truck and a trailer and I'm just going to take off. Uh, it's, it's, it's a lot more to that. Um, it's a lot more to, than just getting on a load board and finding loads. I have people all, all the time ask, Hey man, do you just get on a load board and find a load? Well, yeah, kinda, but it's not, it's not that simple, you mm-hmm. know? um, networking, um, meeting people, talking to people. Uh, that's another big, that's a big key to my success is just meeting people and, and growing friendships and relationships with them and, and helping them out when they need help, you know, and that's, that's been a big key in success to my business is just, you know, just going after and helping out other people. And then next thing you know, you know, you're you're slammed and you can't, you can't catch up. Mm. That's a big thing.
0: It sounds like if you don't want to make an effort to sell yourself, You're maybe not the right, maybe not the right fit.
1: Right. And you have a lot of guys that they want to get in the business. Oh, well, man, I only want to do it during the week. I want to be home every weekend. That's, that's not this business. Yeah. I mean, it, once you get your customers up that way, then, then yeah, you can do that. But that's not really, that. that's not really starting out this business. That's not how it usually works. You yeah.
0: Know? You better, I mean, it's a commitment, right? It is full-time yeah. commitment. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen what you mentioned where guys are like, you know, hey, I've got a, a, a truck and a trailer that I use for X. I want to, you know, can I, can I make some money, you know, on the side? And and you might could hit, you know, now and yeah. again, do some, some favors for a, a, a company friend, whatever. Right. But is, if you want to consistently do it, I mean, it's a, it is, it's committing to it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, like I said, it's full commitment because you can't, you can make, like you said, do some side jobs here and there, but it's not, you definitely got to be committed because people are going to call. They're going to want stuff then, mm. and you got to try to figure out a way to make it happen for them. I mean, yeah. that's, it's all about taking care of the customer. That's the biggest thing in this business.
0: Yeah, because, and, I mean, they they want to be able to trust repeat, right? right. And especially, and that's where I feel like, and I'm not a, not a, a trucker or not a hotshotter, but, you know, those, when you were talking about those relationships, I mean, that's where the security is, is in those, in those repeat customers. Exactly. And the load boards are great to help fill the gaps, but where the, the true, you know, where it's made is in the, in the repeat business and customers. Right. So what about the market today compared to when you started? Like what, how do you feel about it?
1: Man, it, <laughs> it's definitely been a big change, you know, especially fuel prices all over the place. I mean, one week we're at 540 a gallon and then the next week we're at four ninety seven a gallon like it is right now. So it's definitely a, uh um it's definitely something you gotta learn to flux with. You gotta kinda reevaluate what it actually costs you to run and know your expense of what it takes to run. And kind of, you know, when fuel gets up higher, you gotta be able to let your customers know, hey, we got a fuel surcharge. Mm. There's sometimes that some customers don't want to pay that, you know, and you gotta let them know up front, you know, there there's certain things that we
0: <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Amateur podcast. I was, (laughs) I was was
1: so worried about it before I walked in. I was like, make sure my phone's on. Wow, you know. But uh, yeah, most definitely, man. You you gotta, uh, (laughs) you definitely gotta. Yeah, I mean, you've you've got to know your costs before you can just okay, I'm going to jump out there and run this. I mean, you. I I talk to a lot of guys that want to get in the business and call me all the time and a daily phone calls. Hey, man, I want to do hot shot. Okay, well, how, what's it cost you to do? What do you mean? <laughs> Man, you, you need to really think about what you're what you're getting into because it's it's expensive to run. You know, yeah, insurance. I mean, truck trailer. I mean, it it, it adds up very quick.
0: Yeah, maintenance.
1: Yeah, maintenance. I mean, tires. I mean. It, it oil changes. I mean, you're gonna get oil changes and fuel filters and everything. It adds up
0: every time you turn up. around. Yeah, almost literally. You turn the truck around. It's time to get oil change. Yeah,
1: you're, you're doing. You're out there busting 2,500 miles a week. I mean, it doesn't take long to rack up no. for some oil changes.
0: No. Um, so it sounds like you know a while I go sell yourself, right? You right. got to be a salesman. Well, now we got to be a business owner too. Exactly. Now we got to be a business operator in, in understanding the finances of the business and what true operating costs are. Cause a lot of times those are intangibles. You know, when you like the, the maintenance cost and then all the, some of the things are easy to add up, but then when you've got, you know, um, factoring in replacement truck in a year, when you're putting, when you're stacking a hundred thousand miles a year, those things are hard to factor in. Mm -hmm. So now you, now you got to be overnight, you get to be a, a business operator. Yeah,
1: and that, that's a, that was a big adjustment for me is because, you know, I'm used to working for companies, you know, and understanding that, okay, I've got to figure all this out. It's not, I don't have somebody going, okay, well, I'm drawing this out for taxes or this automatically comes out of your check. You have to do that. You mm-hmm. know, and that, some like I said, some people, they don't understand that whenever they try to jump into this business. There's, yeah. there's a lot to it.
0: I don't know what the stat is, but I mean, it's pretty staggering of the amount of hotshot businesses that are done within six months. Right. It I mean, is.
1: I, I don't know the number. It was It's kind of crazy. Um, I had talked to a buddy about it, and we were talking about it. And it's, man, you see so many people jump in the business, and they're booming, and they're running. And just within a year, I know several different companies that started up, and I've talked to them. Hey, man, you still? Oh, man, I sold out a long time ago. You know, I'm like, dude, you started about the same time I did, you know? And yeah. it's just, I, I think those people don't really grasp of what they're getting into
0: before they actually get into it. I hear you. What is what would you say is the hardest part of the job of hot Been
1: Being away from your family. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 definitely different. I mean, I was oil filled two weeks on, two weeks off to I mean, you gotta go get it for two, three weeks at a time and then you come home for a couple of days and then somebody's calling for something else, you yeah. know. So it's definitely a big adjustment, you know, trying to weigh in family and time and it, it's just it's it's overwhelming at sometimes mm, but that's sure. the biggest that's the that's the hardest part to me is being away from the family
0: that balance yeah because I mean, kids are doing all the different things and
1: sports dance yeah. I mean it just it just and yeah. it never ends and then you know your wife's back home and trying to take care of it all it's mm. it, it's hard on her you know so I praise her <laughs> I really do man I mean
0: <laughs> we'd be in trouble without Yeah, <laughs> I know we would 100% huh that I can definitely I I mean, I, uh, mad respect because I I couldn't do it I couldn't I couldn't be away like that and the open might have prepped you a little bit
1: yeah it did I which I've always man I you know after ball and playing ball and all that and coming home and I decided I wanted to work and not play pursue the baseball stuff of course but <laughs> but after that man it, you know I've always worked on the road three weeks at a time and come home for a week and then you know but at that time I didn't have kids you know so. I was always used to working on the road, just had to adjust to it whenever the kids started coming in the picture, you know, and yeah. and now working in the oil field, there was times I was working one week on, one week off, then it went two weeks on, two weeks off, and then there was times I was three weeks and one week. So mm. it just, I was kind of already prepared for what I had to do, but just now it's just like, all right, I really want
0: to do it or, yeah. Yeah, you know, so. Yeah. And so, and what the, probably thinking about what's it long term, what's it look like, yeah. you know, in two years from now? you know, trying to kind of think, think that far out because as kids get older, they get another stuff.
1: Yeah. And that's a, the whole goal of the business is to grow the business and give some younger guys opportunity to, to get themselves out on the road and, and guys that are interested in doing what we do, you know, and that's the thing is finding some guys you can trust to let them do that. And, you know, of course, grow the business to where they're home more, you Mm -hmm. know, and more of a home-based business. But, you know, that's, I've got to do the work first to get it there. And I'm, Mm. and I'm okay with that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Going first. Definitely. Kind of shifting a little bit. So we got the guys watching. We were talking to a while ago about, you know, what, what your, your suggestions for getting started, but this kind of relates top five tools or accessories that you would not roll without.
1: Uh, Of course. First thing I want to say is a lot of guys don't understand tarps. That's like, big thing mm-hmm. a lot of guys don't want to mess with them but when you're out there on the road you'll be surprised at how many loads call for tarps yeah and you can either gain a lot of business from it or you can lose a lot of business from it interesting and it, it definitely they're a hassle but <laughs> <laughs> i will say that but they're it's definitely you know tarps uh, would be one of the main things
0: um i'm kind of dumbfounded that was not a i I, I, mean, I you know obviously i gave you a few questions coming into it right not something that I would have uh, was expecting the answer for. <laughs> I know,
1: I know. And and that's, that's it's one like, of those things, man. It's just kind of, I know that was like one of the main things I kind of started without at first yeah, and then got on lo- several loads on the load board and cost for tarps, cost for tarps, you know, and I'm like, dude, like definitely. I'm really going to have to go spend the money on these things. Like, and I had to, I mean,
0: I've definitely seen several flappers going down the road. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Never seen the CHE <laughs> doing it, but
1: I try my best to make it. I mean, of course, you want you want it to look good going down yeah. the road. I mean, and so. I uh, got gotcha. you. Um, and, man, it, it really, when I, you know, I talking about the five things is kind of what, you know, I was sitting out there and thinking about, it, I was like, man, you know, tarps, fuel tanks, you know, auxiliary tanks yeah. is a big thing, you know, uh, especially if you're running, if you're doing more local stuff, I wouldn't say so much you need it, mm. but after having it on this newer truck that I have, it's definitely handy having that. Um, to where I didn't have it on the other truck. Mm. Um, because time is everything with the hotshot. Um, so having it and actually being able to fill up and go for longer trips without having to stop as much cuts into your time and you know you only get 11 hours to drive a day, so mm. that that definitely cuts into that. Cool. Um um Jack, just for you you got to have it, man, unless you want to be on the side of the road. I mean, that's the main key to keep going or you can pay expensive costs to having somebody come jack a tire trailer up for you and being able to do that Um, and um, man another tool be you know like impacts keeping impacts and tools with you I mean of course I mean some of these trailers have you know pretty tight lug nuts I mean (laughs) it's it it definitely you know you want some some good strong impacts because it it definitely I've got in a bind one time and it she definitely did a pretty strong impact what brand uh i say milwaukee all right <laughs> yeah. i got you
0: it says a lot about you <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> no it, some of these things though you're meant to, like the jack and the impact seven you talk about uh mitigating additional expense yeah I because mean, i mean it, you make a phone call to a record for anything that uses those two items and i mean it's instant hundreds of dollars if yeah, not more i
1: mean yeah i mean you most of the time you call like just say you got a flat you can't get anywhere or you, you you got a trailer? You're loaded. You can't get your trailer trailer up off the ground to get uh, a spare tire on. I mean, man, you get somebody to come out there with a heavy haul because they're gonna have to have a heavy haul, mm-hmm. and you're looking at four or five hundred bucks just mm-hmm. boom,
0: like right that. out of your pocket. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: To where your low was paying fifteen hundred, <laughs> you're down to a grand. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, it's
0: no <laughs> longer making money. <laughs>
1: right, um, and uh, you know, just your average stuff. You know, your chains, bonders, straps. I mean, those you got to have those things. Uh, yeah. Um, me personally, after doing it for as long as I've done it, I, would much rather throw some chains and run some chains than to mess with the straps. It's just a lot of work, extra work to me. But,
0: yeah. yeah I mean. Probably still need them for some case, right? Right. Oh yeah.
1: yeah, for sure. I mean, most of the time you do strap. I mean, that's of course, but.
0: When you're talking equipment and. Yeah, yeah. Equipment
1: and stuff. It just, it's a whole lot easier to me. Just grab chains, tighten them up and yeah. keep going.
0: Those are the things that you want to invest in, right? Right. Yeah. yeah the mean, truck trailers are given. Buying good quality truck trailers. I mean, that's kind of the uh, table stakes. Yeah. But when it comes to those accessories, those are the, those are the top five. for. Yeah.
1: And definitely having, of course, uh, should have been the first one. But, of course, having good equipment. I mean, you got to have good equipment. Man. Yeah. And that's the biggest thing.
0: I got gotcha. you. So, this is kind of out of order a little bit. No surprise. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> go, what drives you? You know, your motivation. You mentioned the kids and, and the fam for the name earlier. But,
1: I mean... Having something for myself, man. I mean, like having—it's my business. I've—I I've, I've built that from the bottom to the top, you know. That's—that's mm. that's another thing, you know. Like the family having something to—to to give to them. To once I'm want to get to the point where I don't want to do this anymore, you know. <laughs> like, hey, you, you got again. something to do, you know? Yeah.
0: <laughs> and, uh, that's cool.
1: But uh, yeah, that's—that's that's the biggest drive, man. Is—is is I want to make something for myself, you know, yeah. something that I built completely, you know. And and that's—that's that's another big drive.
0: Yeah, and then, I mean that's. Definitely something to be proud of. I mean, that's, uh, it sounds cheesy, but the American dream, I mean, that's it. That's it. That's it in a nutshell, because you took a leap of faith and left security and to go do this deal. And so that's huge for sure. Truckers debate, Dodge or Ford? (laughs) Because I've had both. Yeah.
1: Uh, um, But me personally, Ford's.
0: I mean, mm. I just... And what are you driving now?
1: I'm driving a Ram right now. <laughs> <laughs> I am. D- due to supply and chain demand, you know, yeah. I, I really didn't have a choice at the time. Yeah. Uh, but just as far as the both of the two, you know, I uh, I feel a lot more comfortable in my Ford. Yeah. Uh, felt, you know, it definitely pulled a lot better to me. Um, and just overall to me, it's just a better truck. Just... Honestly, I'm not bad the Ram <laughs> yeah. at any means. It's getting the job done. But it's, it's down just, there thinking whenever yeah, you go get there. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> hey, you're, you know you're leaving tomorrow. right? Yeah, i to show you.
0: <laughs> right. No. Well, it, it's odd because growing up, you know, the, the Rams for, I mean, it's always the work truck. Right. Always. Right. And it seems like the last, I don't know, five years that that Ford has really made a push. And in, in Hotshot, in the Hotshot world, it's made a push. Pretty big dent, it feels like. Oh, Could yeah. be wrong. Right. But it feels like it's made a pretty big dent in the uh, market share for Ram and the hotshot business.
1: Right. And, it, man, I, I think it's, uh, you know, used to Ford had six-speed transmissions, and then now they converted to the 10. And, man, that, to me, that makes a huge difference. I mean, yeah. Especially when, of course, you want to get the best fuel mileage you possibly can, even when you're running a load. And to me, the Ford is just, like I said, man, it's just a mm-hmm. a, solid, a lot better truck. To a me. little more superior. Yeah. Right.
0: Hmm. Interesting
1: and you have a lot of people that love Rams. now yeah. I, I don't have the high output Ram, and a lot of guys have all the high output so much better But you're still you're still not doing what the Ford does.
0: Hmm. What kind of difference is that? Do you know? Um from, I think the Ford the is to, well from the standard up to the high output
1: So I think the standard what I, which I have a standard standard because it's a cabin chassis And they don't offer the high output in the cabin chassis. Yeah. but. Uh, I think it was 380 horses compared to the high outputs. I think it's 410 or 420. Uh, and I think the torque is 8 or 900 compared to, I think, 1080 or 1100 on the pound foot of torque.
0: Dang, for the Ford. Uh, for, no, for the Ram. Oh, for the, for the high output for ram. The ram. Okay. Yeah, that's a pretty big in the, difference in torque. Yeah. The
1: yeah. Horsepower in the Ford is like 475. Mm. And then the torque's, I think, 1180 or 1080. The, the torque in the high output Ram and the Ford are the same. Yeah. Like, just a lot more horsepower. In the yeah.
0: But then that 10 speed makes a big difference. Huge difference. Hmm. That's interesting. It makes sense. And personally, I've always thought a Ford was a better built truck. Interiors are, you know, had seemed to be a little better put together. Doors shut better. You know, just the little, the little things. The Dodgers always just seem to run forever, but the eh, could give or take on the interior. The later Rams are nicer. Right. They so,
1: Rams came a long way, especially with the interior. I gotcha. Sure.
0: Cool. Well, we're going to end. We're, we're pretty, pretty close to the end. I'm going to end with some random lightning round questions. Okay. These are questions you didn't have a heads up on. <laughs> Not super crazy, though. So you're riding down the road, you're chasing the pavement, putting in the miles. What's on the radio? Or, well, nobody listens to radio anymore. What's on your playlist?
1: <laughs> well, uh, it's uh, just kind of, man, I, well, really, man, I'd say probably the highway. Uh, I listen to, you know, like XM radio, oh, okay. of course, the highway, that, um, it just kind of change it up here and there, you know, a little bit of Texas country here and there sometimes. So, just kind of switch it up, a little cold tool. Oh, okay. Know, so, I so. got
0: you. I, I don't know what I was expecting, but I can get on with it. <laughs> so, you and your wife, who takes longer to get ready?
1: Dude, seriously? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well. Hey, hey,
1: seriously. Sometimes it, she's like, how many times are you going to change shirts?
0: Oh, so it's you. Yeah. Well, oh. Sometimes.
1: Sometimes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, we'll, we'll stop on that one. Cake or pie? Cake. What kind?
1: Angel food cake. What? What? Chocolate? No. No, not chocolate. No, I'm not a big chocolate guy. Oh.
0: Well, we may not be friends anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite place on the road to stop and eat? that you? Well, maybe it can be hole in the wall that you found. It can be chain restaurant, whatever. Mm. You got a big rig to get in yeah, there. So, like, exactly. you're, you're thinking, I know it's a pain, but it's worth it. I'm stopping.
1: Mm, man, that's kind of a, I don't know. Uh, it's kind of just, you know, some of the relationships built. Some of the guys are always, hey, man, you need to stop here. Try this, try this, try this. So, I've, I've definitely tried some different places. Um, there's a place in Ohio that's a, more of like a melt, more of like a sandwich guy, like mm. sandwiches, but there was a place called The Melt, and they had – amazing sandwiches and i kind of like that place but that's that's always a kind of a drop the trailer and go there type deal you know gotcha
0: that's cool the last uh lightning round question what does a person need to be happy
1: family man yeah uh that that's that makes my day every day those kids even if i'm gone for 20 minutes 30 minutes i get back home and that's that's what makes me happy man
0: I agree, hundred percent. I mean, and it's family can come in many forms, right? right. Yeah, I mean, some people. I mean, us—we we both got kids. I mean, wives. Think. I mean, that support system. Yes, the, the family. I mean, it can be close friends. They're your family. It, it just that that unconditional type love is what I think is what what you're getting at. Maybe. Yeah, yeah.
1: I mean, it, it's you know, everybody's all man. You know, if you had this much money, or you had you did this or that, and I'm like that. Yeah, that of course we we want to have money, but that's is that really what it's about? You yeah, I mean
0: At the end of the day take everything else away. Yeah. And those folks are the one that, that's, that, that's what makes that's life.
1: that's what makes life, man. Yeah. I mean that's awesome. It makes everything whole right there.
0: Cool. Well, do you have any any last words for, for those like we talked about earlier that are, you know, just wanting to make the yeah. jump?
1: Uh man, like I said, just really research into it. Um contact me if you got any questions. I mean that I, I'm always open to share information. I mean, we'll
0: throw your handle up on the video. Yeah. Is it cool?
1: Yeah, that's fine, man. We got it. But yeah, like I said, man, it's it's definitely just reach out. I mean, there's a lot of guys you can learn from in this business. Uh, you know, so just ask. Don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, don't don't make a decision just based off what you see on Facebook or Instagram. Guys posting pictures of what what they're doing. It looks easy, but yeah. there's a lot more to it.
0: <laughs> there you go.